Hello and welcome. Another episode of Terrace House Thursdays. This is the second edition, but the first time that we are actually breaking down an episode. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Ted Trendacosta. I've seen this episode three times. You've seen it now twice. Yeah. In preparing. All right. So I think we know the ins and outs. Yeah, but I it. do, uh, you know, this is probably news you don't want to hear. Terrace uh, House has been put on hold in production. That's what I figured. So wherever they're at right now in part four is where they've stopped. And uh, I have no idea what any of the what has happened to any of the current house members. And whether or not they've gone home or not, since they are in Tokyo, which has been a pretty hard hit spot. Yeah. Yeah, no, obviously we want everyone safety uh, that, you know, you, we want everyone to be safe, cast and crew yeah. and all that. It's a shame that uh, it's a shame that they couldn't just give them like iPhones or something and just film their own scenes and try and put that together like every well, other TV yeah. show is doing in the world. I wonder if they're I wonder if then they would become even more choosy about what they show, you know? Oh, yeah. Because maybe not... they maybe they do something in the house. And they film it, and then they go, I don't like that, and they don't want to do it again to, like, make it seem different, that it doesn't right. portray them poorly. So I can see it that way. Were there any directors or, like, movie uh, movie buffs or any aspiring uh, movie directors, uh, not actors, but, like, behind-the-scenes uh, professionals that have been cast members, like, on the other series? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think well, it's always now, been like that. would have been the time. Yeah. Now that would have saved everyone trouble. Yeah, exactly. But all right, so let's let's get into the episode. So it's part three, episode one. Uh, part two, the last episode, left us on the cliffhanger. Haruka's about to tell Pepe uh, whether or not she wants to uh, pursue a relationship with him. Spoiler alert. Uh, she rejects Pepe and tells him why. And And this actually stood out to me. So she goes... There weren't a lot of opportunities for us to get to know each other. Work yeah. has kept you busy, and I'm leaving the day after tomorrow. I mean, that's the reason why Peppy went after her. But with yeah. that said, uh, you know, isn't that the point of dating? Yeah, to, you brought to try this and up, get to know each other. You brought this up last time, and you had said like, "Isn't that the point?" And of dating is to get to know each other during you know the first. I don't know how many dates you want to say. I'm right. I'm, I'm a dating idiot. So three dates, I guess, like that's when you kind of get to know if you're going to vibe with this person. And it kind of got me thinking, I didn't look too deeply into this because I don't want to try to project anything and find something that fit my narrative online. But I had, I wondered if it had something to do with how relationships are like pursued in Japan rather than here. Because we both have felt, because I agree with you, it's like, isn't that the point of dating is to get get to know the person? And I see it there as like, they use the time as like, they're much more natural in the friends to then girlfriend kind of transition. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, 100%. I think the one thing, though, is that she lived with the guy. So you, you got to know what he was like, but, at least to live with. Not yeah. to say that you know all his emotional uh, beings and, and you know maybe traumas that he's had in life and like things that you would eventually tell your significant other, but at least she had a grasp of what it's like to live with him. I think um, living with you know, someone 
still doesn't give a good grasp of who they are as a person. I lived for I lived with you know our former coworker Dolan for a year in college, and that I he's a sociopath and might be a serial killer because of just how he acted, you know. But like he's not like that at all, right? So it's it's a little I think it would be unfair for Pepe if she perceived him in that way, just based on just living when he's been you know very focused on work. I I just think it was a poor excuse. I she clearly I wasn't into him. I like, see. No, this is just based on what I've seen and yeah. like going over to part two. Um, I just feel she really wasn't that into him, and that excuse was lame. And Pepe had to ask her out because she was leaving, and he clearly felt something that wasn't reciprocated. Um, but even when you saw the scenes of the two of them together, you never saw any playful action with them. Not to say that they hated each other. I just well, you I didn't get that lover sense really like that in general, right? You know. Because, like, she was also into Kenny, but she never acted like that with Kenny. I guess. I, I just thought it was a poor, poor excuse. I know. I don't know. Long. I understand her excuse mainly because I understand the work ethic that goes into being a manga artist in Japan. Her excuse was just, like, he was so busy with work. And I understand that because one of the most popular manga artists in Japan right now says he maybe takes a break once every like four weeks or something, and that's a big if. Like right. they are they they are working themselves to the bone and literally exhausting themselves trying to do their work. So I can right. see where she'd be a little wishy-washy in that sense. I understand that, but I just I don't think. I wasn't buying the excuse. Uh, I just think she put him credit to her. She, she let him down easy. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't, she could have just said, listen, I'm not into you. We're not, I, I thought she friend zoned him early on and I, I didn't think, think she was did. really attracted to anybody. I don't know. No, I, I didn't. Well, what did you see? Well, what did you see that makes you think that? I think it was like early on, like the, the whole Pokemon go thing. She seemed very like, you know, that's when she opened up the most. Cause it was finally someone to talk like, it was someone with shared interests and she seemed to open up more then. And it definitely seemed like there was something there as opposed to like, we had seen like Pepe and Emika or like go out and like Haruka and someone else go out. And there's, there was a difference in how both they both acted with everyone else when they were out alone. I guess I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like her excuse. She let him down easy, but I mean, I get that. But I, let's but like, you're right. Maybe that's just her personality. Yeah. But also, like, Pepe also talked about this with Rio after the fact, where he said, this always happens, you know? Right. So maybe it, it's like, maybe it's like, you know, love the guy. Maybe it's something wrong with Pepe and not it's not a Haruka problem. Well, that's what I was going to get to, right? Yeah. So then the scene after that, Pepe goes in to tell Rio his boy, uh, yeah. which, by the way, Pepe's English is very good. Um, and so oh, is Rio, so, as we'll yeah, learn they're both, later they're both, on. Their English is very good. Right. And because, yeah, um, so, he, Pepe wants to talk about this situation in English. Right. Which I found very interesting. Probably because he felt he couldn't convey. I mean, that's the reason why he did it. He felt he couldn't yeah. convey it in I Japanese. Was, yeah, I think he was more worried about, I think because they both spent, like, they both speak English and they kind of know the, like, when you, I, I wonder if it came down to, like, differences in, like, how, like, the language is perceived, you know? Right. Whereas Japan is very, like, a lot of subtext. You kind of have to dig through to find what they mean. 
And like maybe there they perceive English as like very upfront, like what you say is what you mean. And so in or like he didn't have to worry about like something getting conf- like confusing for what he was saying. He didn't say anything damning about no. Haruka. Um, at least that's not what made it into the show. And I think yeah. if he would have said, I think they aired his entire, you know, speech to yeah. Rio. So I don't think I, it's a problem. But like, say he, say he just said that, you know, Haruka wasn't for me, or you know, that comes off a lot better in English than maybe it does in Japanese, where mm-hmm. you know the translation might just be, yeah, she's not my type, or she's not. I don't know. You yeah. know, like I, I'm just only. We don't have, and also as like American audiences, we don't have to worry about trying to parse through what the subtitles mean, you know. So maybe it's like different for us as opposed to like a like a Japanese viewer, right? I mean, listen, Pepe does a lot of things great. He's a great illustrator. He's a great friend, but I mean, in the whole course of the show, he couldn't get any of the women's attention when it came to like being boyfriend material. Um, yeah, and I mean, obviously, I mean, I, listen, he's a good-looking guy. Um, there wasn't a lot of like into him, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. And I don't know what he could have done because obviously he was facing tight deadlines. But he never—he was one of the guys. I think one of the first times that a guy has gone onto the show and has not openly wanted to get into a relationship or was using that to find love. Yeah. So I can't knock him for that. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do anything to to set himself apart. Like they're all clearly into Rio and like early on they were into Ruka. So, you know, Pepe just didn't fit that mold. Uh, Yeah. And I, I wonder if I want, I think, I think he was more house for, uh, Kaori's sake at the time. Cause maybe, you know, the producer saw something there before she left. And that's right. why Pepe was like, you know, brought on. The next montage, you see Ruka. He's he's writing. Uh, he he's practicing his English writing. Yeah, I he's did cooking. write down. I did write. I did type up uh, E I I O Y E with a bunch of question marks after, because mm-hmm. that is, uh, I believe, that's how he's trying to spell enjoy because he's trying to do it phonetically yeah that's that's what i thought too there's no way and listen i'm not knocking him but no he's been at the house for six months and like you know i can only imagine how difficult it is to try and um try you know he he basically knew no english yeah and in a matter of maybe six months right yeah we'll get into it more when when we do get to that part because i have a lot to say about yeah I mean, I guess no, but, we could, because, like, that's the only real thing. But, yeah, that's the most next thing to talk about. It's, like, all of Ruka's kind of little developmental stuff. Right. So let's – all right, so let's do the scene first. So Ruka is writing a speech out in English. Um, you know, have to commend him on that. He's cooking. He learned He learned the, the bro- uh, He learned. He learned a new dish. I forgot what the dish was. It was just it was like, broccoli. It was, like – it wasn't carbonara again, but it was, right. like – I'm assuming just by a quick gander at it, it it's like it's pasta with uh like not the whole like like floret of broccoli, but just the like little edits as garnish in it with ham and probably olive oil to like you know mix it all together. Right, but then he also I reveals say, that he. I will say he made homemade like the pasta was also homemade. Which I was right. very surprised he was doing. 
Yeah, and then he admits that he took a cooking class, or that was established in one of the later episodes. Yeah, um, or maybe earlier on in this episode. Yeah, yeah, the chef had helped them with uh, developing the recipe to make for everyone. Right, but I mean, good for him. You know, he, yeah. he made a good dinner. They all seem to like it. The broccoli could have been better. He could have cut the broccoli. Wouldn't have killed yeah. him. Um, yeah, he, and then like, it comes up steamed it whole, which was, you know, not something I would do. Right. Um, and then obviously we get up to a speech where he basically thanks everybody, and then he announces that he's graduating from Terrace House and that he's leaving the following morning. Um, I thought his English was well. I give him credit on on writing that up. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, good for him. Listen, he he really grew over the time. Um, but go ahead. I know you want to you want to yeah, go ham. I, I thought it was really cool. Like, I know I gave I give him a lot of shit for being, you know, a fucking weirdo and like maybe not being the brightest bulb. But like to 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 like show off the things that had given you trouble, like he even said, like he was having like he was having revenge on broccoli pasta right. to make it properly this time. And then also show he's been working on his English. I remember when I was learning Japanese in high school, and I I had didn't take my studies very seriously. I was kind of like whatever. I was just there, so I didn't have to take Spanish at my high school. So I was using that as my credit. So I was kind of just you know trying to float by. And at the end of the year, I had to do a whole speech in Japanese in front of not just my classmates, but their family as well, and as well as other people part of. Uh, the community because I, I took the class at like uh, a church kind of dealio. Right. So I had to do it in front of a lot more people, and like at that time, like my I mean even now like my Japanese is real bad. It was a lot worse then because like I said I didn't take it seriously, and so like hit like him like spelling it out phonetically, I understand why he does that because that's what they do. That's how, I mean, that's how, you know, the Japanese language is relatively spoken. Right. It's all phonetics. And so I remember, like, just like him, it's like, I would write, like, I'm surprised he didn't, like, attempt to just sound everything out in, you know, hiragana just so we can read it that way. It might have sounded right. a little bit more worse, but he did put in more work, whereas I just wrote everything in, like, I wrote everything in a romanji, which is just, I wrote it in English, right. but it was still in Japanese. Because there was no way I was going to be able to, you know, correctly read my characters. So for right. him as a 20-year-old to not feel that much anxiety, I know it's like in the comfort of his home home with friends. For him to go up there and like speak a language he isn't suited, like he's clearly not very comfortable speaking it yet. But the, still, for him to do that as like a 20-year-old is much more mature than I would have given him credit for. When I was like a like you know an anxiety mess when I had to do it as a fourteen year old, right? And that's that's what I was gonna say too is that you know and the sentence structure from Japanese to English is reversed, you know. So that's that's one of the hardest things too that the sentence structure is just the mess. I can't imagine what level he's up to in English, but obviously it's at a very basic level. So yeah. for him to have some of those sentences in there. Uh, kudos to him. Mm -hmm. He does a good job. So then that goes to the panel scene where they talk about. Oh, I do Ruka want to bring and... up one more thing. Yes. Because he does sit down after, you know, after the whole speech and he like he does mention and it's another perfect example of like Ruka kind of being this like genius emotional empath 
because you know the mood is like super depressed and everyone's really sad and crying because obviously like they care about ruka because like he's like a like a, a child essentially and him trying to grow up yeah so for him to show that's very emotional and he sits down and he's like i think if i didn't come to terrace house i would have ended up being a very weird adult and like that immediately brings up the mood a bit to people kind of laughing and being able to kind of you know get out of that funk they were in right well and listen you know like you said he's only 20 years old you yeah. know like he could certainly change i mean i'm not the same person i was when i was 20 years old you know Absolutely. neither are you like everyone is you know mm-hmm. so that's that's the one thing but the panel so going into the panel when they talk about the scene and they talk about uh ruka's english i mean yama who has destroyed him the entire yeah the entire series um, he's pretty harsh on him, and I think some of it's warranted. You know, like he, he called him useless at one time. Yes. Uh, the other cat, the other panelists say that it's a genius move. Now, this is yeah. where I'm not sure if maybe you can clarify it. I don't think they said genius. I think I they just think said they a said word genius. that came close to genius. I don't think they said genius because I I don't know. I can't I can't be for sure if he said genius. If they said genius. But the, you know, the guest panelists called him courageous, which is, I think, more on the nose than, I think, yes. whatever they were trying to convey. Right. Because right. I, don't, I don't see how that's being conveyed. I, I think what they were trying to say, maybe this is me projecting on what I think it would really is, is they were saying he, I think it's more of he has a low bar of, he doesn't have, like, like, something he's not being like inhibited by his own embarrassment and feeling anxious about doing something he's not confident in he's <laughs> doing it because he wants to and i think that's however they were trying to convey it i think that's what it is he had like a low bar of oh shit i used to know what it is but uh it was like a low bar uh, a th- low threshold of feeling embarrassed or like knowing what's right or what's wrong because like right. he believes in his own like what he thinks is right. And so that's what he'd rather do it that way and be embarrassed or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but you know, you got to give him credit. So you got to give him thumbs up, tip mm-hmm. the cap. Uh, he did a good job with that. Um, yeah. Another thing too, like, you know, about the panel and, and kind of to go back. So after, after Ruka does his speech and sits back down and has that, the next, the very next scene is Haruka and Ruka leaving at seven thirty in the morning and everybody's yeah. all fully dressed, which is an early call time um to get anybody up i feel bad for the crew i think i think people have left earlier than that in terrace house well shohei left at like oh yeah he left at like 4 30 in the morning (laughs) and there was a camera there so yeah um i don't know you know there have been other times where like i've been bummed that characters have left uh cast members that have left but like for this yeah i don't know i wasn't really that emotional like i didn't like the original cast I never gotten emotional about someone leaving because I was never like really because it's like it's tough to be because like it's tough to be connected to these people. You kind of only see very curated parts of their, you know, day to day in this house. And but it is a bummer. I thought I was like bummed because like they had both shown growth that like in like part one, when you met these two, you'd be like, oh, these people are going to be probably the worst guess because there's nothing they're not striving for anything while at terrace house you know right and so they had no growth then but like they had both shown a lot of growth as like 
not as like characters, but as actual like functioning human beings in a society. Right. And so I thought that was like, it's a bummer, like, uh, it's a bummer to see them go because I'd rather, I want to see them grow, their like growth more, but I understand why Haruka has to leave because she has to do it in a non, you know, in a setting that's not like this, you know? Right. Use, use what she learned at like applicably as opposed to just like in front of a camera. Well, you know what's crazy too is that this was the 25th episode. They've been together now for six months. Yeah. Essentially, which is a very long time. Well, like regardless of how long they actually shoot in the house and whatnot, but he's been on, you know, they've both been on 25 episodes, which I don't know what records are. I mean, it seems like Armin was on for, you know, 75 uh, episodes. The Um, guy in Opening New Doors, the snowboarder, was on for like, like 50 episodes. Okay. He was on for a really long, he was on there for a while. Let me look at that. Yeah, so I didn't see that episode. I mean, I didn't see that series, so that maybe that's why. Um, but when it, when it comes to to them leaving, um, I always found it odd too. Maybe you would know more about this from the Reddits. Why do they take their key? Are the keys just souvenirs? I guess. Yeah, it's a souvenir, and it's okay. also and it's also it's like if you want to get artsy about it, if you allow me to stick Go for put it. my put my head up my head up my ass. Uh, it's like it's symbolic, you know. It's like you have the keys to get in and out of the house and like you never show see them picking up like you only see them picking up the key when they all first get in the house for the first time right right and so you see them like take the key when they leave because in an otherwise day-to-day kind of thing that's like unremarkable because everyone does it everyone takes their keys but it's mm-hmm. they're taking their keys for the last time and they're not going to be like they're not using it anymore right okay all right. I mean, whatever. I just always thought it was a souvenir. I thought it was odd when I first saw it. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's just a souvenir that they were on the show. They were a cast member. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I mean, if I was on the show, I would keep it. Like, why not? Yeah. Um, All right. I, cool. I've looked it up. Okay. Opening New Doors had 49 episodes. Uh, Takayuki, who was the snowboarder, was on it for 34 episodes. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think Ruka and Haruka like broke a record, but no, they were no. But I, I will time. say they were on it for a long time. Yes, and like and else and as like starting members, they were on it for a long. They they all all like six of the original you know cast kind of broke the mold of how long they stayed. They right. all stayed for a lot longer than a lot of people you usually do. Right, and nothing really remarkable happening. And I know we talked about this on the other pod, but you just think about that original cast, one final note on them is that, you know, they were there, obviously the last two leave 25 episodes Mm -hmm. later, but let's say they all leave around an average of, what, 15 episodes, right? Give or take, they're there 15 to like 18 episodes. Um, There was one girl fight. There was not really any relationships. One guy that was just hamming it up for the camera. Um, and, And Ruka, you know, Ruka's the one that grew. All right, so we go to the panel, uh, which earlier in the scene of Haruka and Ruka leaving, you see at the table, it's Hannah, Rio, and Emika, and Emika and Rio are sitting next to each other. Rio puts his hand on Emika's knee, and, you know, I I thought it was a little weird, but I just kept, you know, I just kept watching. Yeah. I just figured, okay, I was watching when they go to the panel. I was watching it and thought, huh, that's a weird thing to have happened, and I just was like, let's just keep going. Right. So then we go back to the panel and they go nuts over it. 
right? They go nuts. You suggest that they're sleeping together. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all if any of them just ended up hooking up. Yeah, and it's something that's been a topic that's been broached before on Terrace House in general is, is people sleeping behind the scenes. Right. Exactly. But... The one thing that was funny about the panel, too, is that Shono, who is um, the youngest of the group, he might I think he's younger than uh, than Reyna, but yes. he, he certainly oh, yeah. appears, he's, he's definitely the youngest guy on the panel. Um, him lifting up his knee so Yama can demonstrate uh, the move, that's the most that he's contributed at all. Like, yeah. this was his star episode. I mean, otherwise, he's useless. He Absolutely he, useless. The, the younger... The younger kid they usually have, like, this is the longest they've had someone be on... Terrace House is like the fifth panel member. And like they don't usually talk a whole lot. Their their purpose isn't be there to kind of provide commentary. So it is it, what do you use him for? He's just there just to kind of be eye candy like eye candy for like women viewers. It's typically like a young, good looking like actor or something. Right, but you're telling me you couldn't find another good looking young actor that contributes? Uh, they probably have a busier schedule because they have more personality. I guess, but I don't know. He was, but yeah, this is the it's the most he's contributed in like all episodes. Very like interesting to see. I guess trying to fill in the void of the guy who got arrested for tax fraud. Then comes the next scene. So they go back to the action, and I feel like this is the most awkward conversation ever. And I think it's only awkward because the next scene is taking place in English. So you yeah. can actually oh. see them faking it, where it's Rio, he's, he's, I guess it's after practice, he's sitting mm-hmm. with two of his teammates, and one of his teammates goes, so what do you think about the upcoming game? It's like, there's, athletes don't speak to them, to each other like that. I yeah. don't know exactly. I, you would know they more definitely about talk that about their opponents. Yeah, they definitely talk about their opponents, you know, but it's not like, so Ted, what do you think about the game against the Dodgers on Tuesday? Like, what, that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, I wish I wish the acting was a little better on that. I know that Terrence House says that there's no script at all. Um, but you know what? For that, maybe you should have had a script in there because yeah. that was just awful. Oh, yeah, I didn't think it was like a weird – it was like a weird start to the conversation. Right. Because like it, it didn't do anything. It didn't – like I guess we do see his game. But like it didn't like – add anything to what i'm what, what i it, it was a weird like transition to get to the whole rio and him dating thing well and then rio states that the next girl or his next girlfriend will be his wife yeah which i think is interesting because you don't know that <laughs> but yeah. with him saying that it's clearly not emika or hannah no because he did does also say he wants to date someone older than him Right. Like, that's what he, like, prefers. It's weird that, like, we're learning this now. I don't remember. I haven't watched part two. I haven't seen part two since, especially when Ryo came, since it originally aired in Japan. So I can't even remember. But if we're learning this now for the first time, that's interesting because typically, like, when there's a new house, like, member, one of the first three questions is, like, what's your name? What do you do? What kind of people do you find attractive? <laughs> right. What's your type? Yeah, what's your type? And it's it, and the fact if we're learning I can't remember like I said I can't remember. If this is the first time we're learning this, it's a weird time to be learning it. Maybe it's them trying to fish if he's attracted to either Hannah or Emika. 
Well, that's what it is, because I just remember him giving some generic answer. You know, like it was something yeah. along the lines of it's someone I could be myself around. It's someone that yeah. I'm comfortable talking to, you know, older, you know, things like that. Like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing salacious. Yeah. So maybe that's why they had him say that. There is like an Emika Hanna scene. I don't know how important. Oh, that yeah, is. that's right. I skipped I skipped over that. Right. OK, yeah, so was, let's when I was watching right, it for the second yeah. time, I was like, do I want to skip this? Because I found it so uninteresting. It really was. Because it was so it's, it's them, like, attempting to bury the hatchet because of, there was some beefage going on over Rio. And, like, they wanted to be more cordial. And I think it's also because, like, they're now, like, where, for how long they're going to be alone for until the new house member comes in. Right. And it's just going to be them, too. So they have to kind of be more friendlier towards each other, which is fine. And then they gush about how hot Rio is, and I just don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. And, like, and Han is just so awkward in those situations yeah. that her jokes are terrible. I mean, like, she's not a comedian. You, yeah, say what you will about Haruka, but she was like far more interesting than either of these two. Agreed. Like, yeah. oh, just yeah. watching them talk, I was just like, I don't. It's like, this is like, I can understand why they're both attracted to Ryo because he's much better than Kenny. Yes. But I'm just like, it's just like, I'm in- uninterested in those two because they don't do anything right like the exactly. most like the most i can say about either one of them is we've seen hannah wrestle once and emika cried about her job one time right and that's about all i can say about either one of them and i guess maybe emika fucked rio maybe yeah right maybe um that that probably you know who knows you know that, that certainly could have happened uh, but yeah it was it was just a, a weird scene um, I don't think there was any contempt for each other. I did think that like Emika got upset because Hannah was cock blocking her. Um, so and did she have the right to be upset about that? I can I can see both sides yeah. to that argument that they had, but I didn't like Emika being petty about after her date with Rio, if yeah. you want to call it a date. But at the same time, Hannah, man, like Hannah, and, and I've got a whole tangent on Hannah that we'll get to at the end of the show mm-hmm. um, because that's. You know, she she just didn't come across good in this episode. Yeah, um, but let's finally starting to see what I was saying last time. Right, I am. So we get to the game. Rio and balls you know, out, and his boyfriend is out of control. He's right. into the game because, like, saying. like Pepe is so much more into the game than either Hannah or Emika, who are both has stated they're very into Rio. Right, I'm not saying that Rio is the next Steve Nash, but no. I mean he put on a show for the cameras, uh, like you said. Pepe's the perfect hype man, uh, yeah. and that's and that's what I thought afterwards. Like, so he wins, he gets the MVP, which he wasn't the clear MVP, and I have the box score, so we'll get to that in <laughs> one second. But so Rio, Rio, Rio. Afterwards, he's going into the tunnel, going towards the locker room, and he blows a kiss. Yeah. And Hannah and Emika go nuts. That kiss was for Pepe. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. All right, it was clearly for Pepe. He was happy that he was there. Pepe shows up in, in in the vest and the long sleeves, and he's got his jersey on underneath, yeah. dressed to perfection. That guy, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the president of the Pepe fan club. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I did a little research, right? All right? So let me let me pull up the box score. I'm interested. Okay, this he happened he, October. I will say this: he was also very, he like he looked very surprised he won MVP. Right. right? That's was, what I'm saying. He looked shocked that he had won. So clearly the. 
the person or the writers, usually when there's an MVP award, it's agreed upon by the writers. I assume, yeah. let's assume for argument's sake that it's the same thing. Um, I think Japan, this was a, I think this was a game, like it's a game MVP, right? Yes. Yeah, so it was I, a game MVP. So I'm going to assume that maybe it's not writers who are voting. I don't know. When I've covered, I mean, it could be, but when, I've, when be I've covered games, like that's how it's gone. Yeah. That's yeah, how they choose the All Star Game MVPs over here. Like that's oh, yeah. so All right. All right. let's just assume that's that's the thing, right? Yeah. So obviously you're going to give it to the winning team, right? Mm-hmm. The winning team's player will will get MVP honors. Yeah. So Rio, they actually got it wrong. Rio had Rio finished with nine points and twelve assists, not eleven. Not that that really makes a yeah, big difference. One yeah. point shy of a double double, which if he gets that extra point, okay, I can get it because he he would be. I the thought only he player. had a double double. with a double double? No, he didn't. So he goes nine nine points, twelve assists. Um, Jason Washburn, I have no idea who he is. Uh, Seventeen points, eight rebounds, and then you've got Reggie Becton, thirteen points and nine rebounds. But the player of the game, at least it stood out to me, uh, who did get a double double, Justin Keenan, eighteen points, eleven rebounds, but in a losing effort, and they lost by fifteen on the road. So I guess they value assists more than rebounds. Um, nobody yeah. on. The B Kosars, uh, Yokohama, the Rio's team, really stood out. So, I mean, he wasn't the clear MVP, but I get it. He had a high in assist, so you give it to him. Once you looked at him and saw his surprise look, yeah, it was like, yeah, I get it. I didn't notice that the first time, but I rewatched it again. I was like, man, he's really surprised he won. So I wonder if it was more of a... Oh, I because they did bring up because like, Terrace House was in the building. That's yeah, why. Come and I on. think it's also like because like clearly they injected that uh, scene of Emika and Han- Hannah talking about him about how he's in like a tabloid thing about how fans are mad that he's at Terrace House because they think it's going to ruin his work ethic. You know, right? So you know, maybe it was a whole you know sting job trying to make him look better. I don't know. It could be, but let's let's throw this out there too. And and this has always been an argument with New York sports when a player that is not doing well shows up in a commercial. It's like, yeah. oh, maybe he should focus on playing instead of uh, yeah. being in a commercial. Blah 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 blah. When when by the way, the commercial was filmed like six months ago, and yeah, you know, during a player's off season. And mm-hmm. it's also like, do you expect these athletes to work out ten hours a day? Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I think one of I, I think Hannah says that. Um, cause Hannah gets it. She's an yeah, athlete. She's, she's an athlete and like, she's very popular as well. In, right. At least in terms of in her scene, she's very, she's a known name. Right. And so she understands like, we're like having a workout regimen for like the job you do, which is like to be a professional athlete in your capacity, you know? Right. Exactly. That basically puts a bow on the game and then you go from Rio's accomplishment or Rio's defining moment yeah and Rio even says that the next victory is gonna be Pepe's victory right which just goes to show that they've got the best relationship with yeah. the show and like that was a great that, friendship that didn't seem like a hokey setup thing to me it seemed very genuine to me yeah like Rio's like all right yeah cool I did my thing next time like Pepe's gonna you know he's gonna knock it out of the park and then you see in the store which you know I know that we talked about this off camera last time so I'm injecting it now we can only complain about the producers once an episode for yeah. each. So it's clearly a setup scene. And I feel that that the cashier was very genuine and that was nice. But there's no way that that was the first time that Pepe saw um, his scene. He should be very proud to see that his um, his work is, is on display. 
But I don't know. It just seemed a little hokey to me. But with I wrote that said, hokey too. Uh, I also wrote right, hokey. Right. With that said, Pepe, ride or die. I'm the president of the Pepe fan yeah. club. Uh, two thumbs up for him. Good for him. His work got published. His hard yeah. work is paying off. Uh, you know, I was happy to see it for him, but I wish the scene was better. Yeah, I said I had written down that the first half of it was a little hokey. Up until him interacting with the clerk, I think that was the like everything from him like saying, Can I buy these? to him leaving, that was all like genuine. And I think that first half was just a setup just to kind of show it off, you know? Right. That's how I feel about it. Because it felt so weird, just how everything, like, how the, like, all the shots were cut together. And then, like, obviously, like, you know, him interacting with the, you know, the cute little store clerk was very, you know, authentic and genuine and very nice. That's the true mark of a saleswoman, you know, always be selling, always be closing. You know, she was very (laughs) genuine to him. And she's like, hey, listen, of course, bring the cameras into my shop. Of course, let's get some publicity. Well, they didn't even say where where it was. They didn't even say Uh, where it was. All right. First off. Anybody who posts anything on the internet, Reddit will find you. Yeah. So don't worry. Yeah. The internet knows where that store is. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you know, I don't know the landscape of of Tokyo or or Mm -hmm. where exactly that store is. But I guarantee you there are some viewers that are like, is that our deli? Is that our (laughs) Kobini? You know, like, is that? Yeah, because you imagine, There are times where I watch movies and I'm like, is that Queens Boulevard? Is that, you know, is that 8th Avenue? You know? Yeah, I was watching a music video, uh, and, and it was like, oh, this is clearly shot at uh, at uh, this park, and oh, I know this alleyway, I knew exactly where it was. Like, it was, she wasn't like, she felt bad, because Rio's, uh, Pepe's like, can I buy all of these? And she's like, they're all the same, are you sure? Well, she didn't understand Yeah, why. but it's like, it's yeah. like, and like, that's how I knew, I was like, oh, this is a real moment, because she's clearly like, she's clearly like, why would you want to buy all of these? Yeah, no, 100%. So then that that leads to then the panel scene, whatever, they talk, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then the final scene uh, is where they're having dinner, and that's when Pepe announces that he's leaving, and then that bums me out. Um, yeah, I did. My last note was Pepe leaving is a super bummer. Only, I, I just wanted to see him interact with a new female cast member. Yeah. Um, just to see if anything was there. Yeah, and it's uh, a bummer that I know who it is because she's like... She's like the screenshot they use when the episode is loading. Yeah, which is bullshit. Like, come on, Netflix, do a better job of that. I will say, of course, uh, Rio's out here buying four copies of the magazine. Well, that's right. And that's what I'm going to get to. Um, but but any thoughts on, on the final scene itself before? Because I've got a bunch of sidebar things, and then I want to grade the characters. Yeah. Of uh, course, okay. Pepe, like, announcing him leaving, it makes the most sense because... Like I had said before, being a manga is like a super like diligent and hardworking job that you have to do because the deadlines are no joke. They're yeah. they're legitimately no joke. So like, and I think maybe like Haruka also mentioning like you're always working was also maybe a wake up call for him too. You know, to right. be like I think I have to leave, and this is the most interesting because this is. I feel like everyone has left without like in like such a different like way than like we've seen in Terrace house before because usually people leave when they're for sure in a relationship or they feel like they've met their goal that they had set out for themselves right. while on Terrace. you know pepe's the only one who's like done that mm-hmm. in a sense 
Whereas, like, everyone's just sort of leaving because they're leaving. Right. And I can, yes. like, make the justification for, like, Haruka leaving and, like, Kairi you know? Right. But Shohei just left because he's like, I don't think I'm doing this anymore. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't want this anymore. That's what he said. <laughs> and, and, like, Kenny was like, I promoted my band enough. We're going on tour. My band. We're going on tour right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he looked into the camera and then he looked at the producer. He was like, when, yeah. when is this airing? Yeah, we're yeah. going on tour now. Yeah. Now. I'm leaving because I'm doing a tour all across the coast. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was nuts. Um, yeah. And of course, like, you know, we didn't really talk about this before, but like, Pepe is a very good way with words, maybe or maybe not with the translations being all funny. But like, right. He always has a story about food, man. Always. Anytime he's, like, bringing up something about food, he's got a story for it. Okay, so hold on. Hold on a second. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. I think Pepe's very smooth. Uh, he's not a closer, obviously, because he can't get it done. But his presentation's very good. But I don't think he knows what he's saying. I think he's just good at improv So, like, for instance, the orange-flavored kisses, right? Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. Uh, with that. I think that let's say there was no orange mixer or orange juice in the house and they just had like grapefruit. He yeah. would say, Oh, grapefruit. this is a grapefruit flavor. Right. So like yeah. he's very smooth in that sense, but I don't believe he believes he, he knows what he's talking about. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it, he does have like actual anecdotes about his life, you know? Maybe. I mean, I can't, I can't see a reason why they wouldn't be true. Yeah. You know, I have to take him at his word. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and then listen, Growing up in an Italian household, tiramisu is wonderful. Yeah. Um, but like, what did he say the symbolism? There's no, there's no symbolism there. It's tiramisu. I, yeah, it's I never. Dessert. I didn't look it up. He said it's like uh, to have joy or something. No, it's it's just dessert. It's yeah, a sweet it's, dish. It's nice. It's very good. Yeah, he's like it. It has a meaning, and it's this. Let's it's see. like, I mean, I cooked pasta for lunch the other day, and by pasta I mean spaghetti and meatballs, yeah. and like. That's my favorite dish, but it's I don't associate it with the like meatballs. Right. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. If you know, you know. <laughs> you know, you and, know. <laughs> but like if there was some anecdote, old Italian story from like the old country of like, oh, you know, spaghetti means and you know, dealing with adversity and, <laughs> and coming out on if top. My dad, I'd be like, if, Yeah, right. If, if my, my mom Italian said that has dad. Well, my you Italian know, mother, yeah. was, like, making spaghetti meatballs. She's like, well, granted, my father's also the guy who told my sister to watch. He's just like, you're going to watch The Godfather. This is our le this is our heritage. Right. So, right. you know, maybe he, I could, <laughs> now that I'm going to make a joke about it, I'm like, no, I could see my dad saying this, but it would also be a, a joke. Right. <laughs> be like, oh, you know, in, in Italian, spaghetti and meatballs is really, uh, it's really comfort food, but it's really, like, it means family, you know? Right. Yeah. My, I mean, my, my grandmother came over. Uh, obviously, we called her Nonna, which means grandmother in Italian. Um, and, you know, like she was very blunt about things. So, like, there was never yeah. any symbolism there. Um, and so, that's the closest, right. like, Italian that I've gotten, like, true yeah. sense of uh, Italian. Because, like, there are Italian Americans, which are different yeah. from the people that are from Italy. But it was just very funny because, like, she would tell us stories about how uh, Mussolini would be portrayed. In, in the textbooks that my parents would read. And, and then she would call the school and get the textbook factories 
and like call them up and say, this isn't true. This is propaganda and blah, 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 blah. But there wasn't a lot of symbolism there. It was very matter of fact. Yeah. All so right. you know, I looked it up. I, I think with Pepe. Okay, go for it. Tiramisu does have a meaning. It means in, in Italian, it means pick me up or cheer me up. Okay. So he's not wrong. He he fudged the he fudged maybe the translate like I don't know, maybe something like maybe the subtitles got it wrong. Maybe he's fudging the numbers a bit to make it seem more important. Right. But like I mean, not, he didn't get it wrong. Okay. All right. Fine. He meant like to have joy or like to use it was something about like being happy, right? Listen, whatever you have to do to make yourself happy or whatever gives you joy, yeah. go for it. But I've never, and I love tiramisu. I've never looked at it and said, this symbolizes joy. We must yeah. have this now. This is a big occasion. Well, it's like Get I said, tiramisu. it's just what the word tiramisu means, not right. the actual dessert. Right. Um, and this is where I'll knock, uh, I'll knock Pepe. Actually, you know what? Let's get in. All right. So that, that's where it ends. Pepe leaves. Episode's over. Yeah. Close. Uh, or if he doesn't leave, he's going to leave. He'll probably leave at the beginning of the yeah. next episode. Right? Oh, so I will say this. I, when I first started watching the episode and heard the opening music, I was like, okay, hold on. And I had to turn on my VPN cause I couldn't like the music was so bad. I know I missed slow down. It's like, is the American release? Well, the music's bad in general for the U.S. Because, like, I didn't even listen to the opening song. The opening song in, Jap in, in Japan is uh, a church's song. Okay. Which, if you don't know churches, they're a very popular band. Right. Or relatively popular. And the closing song is, I think, Keen. Okay. That old band who did uh, Somewhere Only We Know back in, like, right. 2000-something. So it's like it's big name, like it's like actually licensed music. And then like I'd listen to the first like 20 seconds. I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I watched Aloha State first and I like slow down mm -hmm. the theme song for that. I was like, OK, I wish it was for all of them. Yeah. Um, so that's where my uh, bias is like. But okay, so let's get into let's get into some points for the characters and all of that. The ones who um, have left. Well, we can okay. So this is what I was thinking. I was right. thinking we can grade we can grade Pepe, Ruka, and Haruka on a whole. And if you want to give them all individual right. grades for the episode, we can do that. Okay, and we can okay. just give individual episode grades. Then let's going do on. both for the um, for like if you're in the episode, you'll get a grade, and then if you leave, you get an overall grade. Correct. Right. All right. Works so right. all right. So let's um. Let's start with our boy Pepe. Uh, individually, this is uh, this is one of his best episodes. Yeah, uh, I well, thought I don't, that I can't think of an episode where he had a clunker. You know, right? That's what I'm saying. He's been consistent throughout. He's been a great housemate. Uh, but yeah. let's just talk for this episode because uh, the grades are a little different for this episode. I'm going to give Pepe. Um, I'm going to give him a B plus. I thought that he was very good. Good for him getting his episode, uh, his his manga published, mm -hmm. and he really seems to be liked by the rest of the cast, which is nice. They see yeah. him as that brother type. Mm -hmm. um, got to knock him. Got to knock some points because he didn't get it done with Haruka, even if yeah. she wasn't into him. Um, I don't know how much more he could have done, but at the end of the day, you've got to close the deal. He said it in his own words yeah. that he can always talk to girls, but he can't close the deal. So he's got to. You always have to be closing. Mm -hmm. um, listen. He was a great cheerleader. He gets the kiss from Rio afterwards after the game. <laughs> uh, I have to give him thumbs up on that. He wore the jersey. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, so I give him a B plus for the episode overall. 
it was tough. It was tough for me to come to this, even though it's a high grade. I give them an A minus. Um, Terrace House desperately needed somebody like Pepe. Yeah. But I, I wonder if he had, if there were a better original six, would Pepe have stood out? You know what I'm saying? Would he have yeah. stood out, or would he, Ooh, I didn't if think he just about added that. to? It? You know, because it's like the cast was so awful that yeah. anybody with good energy coming in would have lifted it up. Like for instance, if yeah. Rio would have came first. We might have Ooh. looked at real the way that we look at Pepe. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm not going to give anyone an A plus ever because that's a perfect score, and you're really going to have to. Yeah, worry. and the only person that plus gets a perfect score is Guy. Guy's the perfect score. He's the <laughs> bar for me. You have to be as good as Guy to get an A plus because I fucking like you have to be a weirdo dude who's just like, hey, you want to watch the anime for no fucking reason and have a good personality, but also be very serious about what you do. Yeah, I mean. The reason like he, the reason he checks all the boxes for me. You know what though? I mean, I get that he can he can take care of a succulent plant, but the way that he just ditched, the way that this is my knock, and this is why guy doesn't get an A plus for me. And I know that we digress, but guy doesn't get an A plus for me because he left his date out on the beach with that awful tent, and he wanted to go harpooning, and he can't do that. I'm sorry. I know that they end up hooking up later. They probably slept together, but you just can't do that. I have to judge what I see on screen. Guy, guy is in the A range. Guy also gets an A minus. I like Pepe better than Guy, uh, but Guy certainly uh, is on the good is on my good side. Yeah, I just uh, think it's anyway. like for Guy. Like I resonate with like his like weird bizarro, not really ADHD, but like having bad like you know concentration. Right. It's like that resonates with me, and I'm like, no. And seeing someone succeed with that, I was like, you know what? Maybe everything right. might be okay for me. Right. Um, okay, so for you, episode yeah. and overall for Pepe. So this is rude, because you're putting me on the spot, and it seems like you had put in a lot of thought to this. No, I just thought about it as we were, like, All we were right. about to record. Because I don't want to do winners and losers, yeah. you know, like... Yeah, yeah. Some people just have better episodes than others. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, because, like, because, yeah, now that you bring it up, I think about, like, what if the first six were a better six? Right. Man, now I can So, all right, let me just stick with the episode. Uh... I think like a soft A minus, you know, yeah. isn't that like like ninety? But like if we're doing like pers- like po- like decimal points, he's like maybe right. like an like an eighty eight point something, like enough where the teacher's like, I'll round you up to the ninety, right? Because yeah, it's uh, it's it comes down to him getting his manga published, and I know like we bashed like it was the producers about you know how hokey the first half of that scene looked when he was buying it, but like he like I cannot. Like, I, I have no idea how it feels to have something that you worked so hard on for months, sacrificing, like, sacrificing, like, relationship gain, right? you know, yeah. to work on something so diligent like that. And then to see the fruits of your labor, just so you can buy it and send it to your family, because you know that, like, there's no way his family back home is ever going to be able to, like, get that reliably. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm focusing on, because, like. I was rooting for him and Haruka, and so, like, when it didn't come to fruition, I was like, oh, that sucks. But, like, you know, him and Rio were rock solid. I'm like, ah, maybe it doesn't suck so bad. Right. So he gets an A- for me. He gets an A overall for me. Because it's like, like, he was such, like, he was such an endorphin rush coming Mm -hmm. in. Because, like, it was, you were so down, like, the, like, the energy was so low. And, like, no one – everyone seems so ambivalent about everything at the start. 
that you're like, man, these six just kind of suck, huh? Mm-hmm. And then Pepe shows up and he's like, oh, forgot to take off my shoes. You know how, you know, you take off your shoes when you enter home. Yeah, I forgot to do that. Whoops. And right. like everyone's like, oh, man, this is – and you're like, this is a fun time. He was – and that's what he was. He was like a good – he was a good housemate. He wasn't like yes. the best, but like in the situation, he was what, what you needed. Okay. And I do yeah, have to no, wonder I, I what happens if like someone else – like if there are just two different people in that house to start, if I right. care about Pepe as much. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right. So sticking, so sticking with the departures, uh, let's do Ruka first. Uh, this was Ruka. This is clearly Ruka's best episode. If he doesn't get an A, um, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, no, he gets an A for the episode, a thousand percent. He gets an A for the episode. Um, I enjoy. Okay, so I'm going to give him an A for the episode. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him a B minus for the overall show because he improved, but he was at like a D. Yeah. He was terrible. So this is one of those things where it's like a guy wins coach of the year because his team was supposed to win 20 <laughs> games and they win, you know, 40 games instead. It's, a, it's like, the Bob and, Melvin and like of winning seed. manager of the year. Well, at least Bob Melvin's teams win like 90 games. You know, I mean, they'll, they'll win 60 games and then they'll win 90. You know, Ruka went, from, Ruka went from winning 60 games to like winning 82 games and like being two games out of a wild card it's like spot. It's like when you tank for six seasons and then all of a sudden right. you win and you're like, oh, yeah, this is why you do it. Right, exactly. Um, you know, kudos to him for learning English, sticking through with that. I know they didn't cover it as much, um, but I'm glad that he got he, he came out of his shell. Um, by the way, you know, he loved Marvel. He loved superheroes. Like, he took a job at a bar that, like, was specialized in that. We can't knock him for that. I know he got some shit from Kyori about that. But, yeah. you know, he wants to learn English, too. Foreigners in you know, in, in Tokyo, I'd imagine they see a Marvel bar. It's like, hey, that seems pretty cool. Let's go. Yeah. And he gets to practice there. So good for him on that. Um, good for him on on doing the pasta manually. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he gets he gets an A for the episode, clearly his best episode. Yeah. And what did I say? B minus, right? Yeah. He gets a B minus um, yeah. overall. Yeah, I'd agree with the A. Like, I mean, we talked like we talked about how like impressive everything he had done in this episode was. There's no reason to like go back to it. Right. Maybe I'd knock it down to his A minus. His knife skills could use some work, but that's just me. Yeah, he could cut the broccoli. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, it's cool that, like, Pepe also put him in his manga. Yeah. I thought that was a cool thing. Uh, overall, that's, this is tough. Like, because, like, he was at an F. He would have been at an F if he didn't do anything this episode and then left. Right. Like, I would have just flunked him and called it a day, and I was like, I never have to think about Ruka ever again. Like, C+, plus, he barely gets that passing grade. Yeah, that's what I was hovering on, C+, plus or, like, or B-. minus. Because, like, you know, maybe if he spoke perfect English, he would have gotten that B, you know, but... maybe right, if he spelled enjoy- perfect English in six months, come on. You know, maybe if he spelled enjoy right, maybe I'd give Stop it Stop it. Stop it. But, uh, yeah, like, it's like, it's like... B, C plus, B minus, it's, you can go either way, and I agree, you know? It's tough to, like, think of him as, like, a whole, because, like, he was, like, so involved in the first, like, four episodes, four or five episodes of part one, and then he kind of becomes a, like, background character. Right. And then he becomes non-existent. And then he leaves, and you're like, oh, you see what, what he was doing behind the scenes, and you're like... Oh, that's pretty good. Right. 
But like to not actually see that growth, obviously there are much more important things happening when new house members showed up. But like you didn't see like the fruits of it. You saw only the fruits of his labor, him not working at it. Yeah. But like that's like a production standpoint, an editing production standpoint, and right. not a Ruka thing. So I'm being exactly. harsh on him. I'm unduly being harsh on him. Uh, all right. So now it's Haruka. Haruka for the episode gets a C plus. Uh, and she only gets a C plus because she let Pepe down easy, but she didn't really do anything yeah. that special this episode. Um, and I think just overall for her, she gets a C. She's average. She's okay. Uh, she is more interesting than than the two other um, girls mm-hmm. of the show. But there's nothing like like I thought it was pretty cool that she's an actress, but she's also a race car driver and she's a good golfer. Like I thought that was cool, and we didn't see that much after um, the, the end left. of part one. Yeah, right. We didn't really see much of that. Because no one else um, wanted and, to go golfing with her. Right, exactly. And her personality wasn't that great either. You yeah. know, and it only seemed like, she seemed like the sibling that, like, only wants to play with the doll because the other sibling is playing with it. Yeah. Um, she was too harsh to my boy Eden Kai. I'm not the biggest Eden Kai fan, but oh, I don't you care know, you about can't stand Kai him up. at all. Yeah, but you can't, you can't stand him up. Can't do that. Sorry. Can't do that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's me for Haruka. She was okay. Um, yeah. I think she gets a B solely because I thought her reaction to getting Evie was very cute, and that made me blush a little. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, and she let him down fine. And it sucked that she left, but, like, I understand why she had to. So, like, her reasonings all made sense to me, and I guess that's why she gets that B. Overall, oh, man. She's also someone, if she had left, like, in part one, she probably also would have gotten an F because her personality was just so dog. Right. That, like, I would, I had just would have to, like, like, she was so, like, there was nothing redeeming about her that I just had to flunk her. Maybe she gets a C plus? Like, because, like, all her growth was for stuff, like, post-Terrace House life and how to, like, relate to people. So it's hard to, like... It's like when you, like, grade a trade for people and for future assets, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, like I, I have to grade her on something I won't be able to actually see. Right. You know? Because that's why she ended up leaving, because she wanted to, you know, be able to be uh, empathize more with people and be, like, someone people can also go to with their problems. And you can't see that if they're not, uh, you know, on screen. Right. Maybe, you know, so I guess that's why she gets to see Plus, because... I, I don't want to, like, you know, overvalue this uh, this transaction without, you know, without four to five. I won't, we don't, you won't know until four to four or five years later if it pans out. Right. So if we ever get to see her post, you know, Terrace House Life, I will reevaluate my grade then. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. All right. So now of the, the, the cast members that will return next week, um, for me, for Rio... Um, I'll give him, I'll give him a B. The guy balled out one yeah. point away from a double, double that extra point maybe gives him a B plus. Um, but you know, just how genuine he is with Pepe and yeah. how good of a housemate he is. Um, he's just the man. Um, yeah. he, he also, I, I have to knock him off the A, um, standpoint because he's not very direct. Now, listen, we haven't met a lot of cast members that have been direct. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Hannah just can't take a hint and that yeah. all, that's more of an indictment on Hannah. Who knows what's happening between him and Emika, but I'll give him a B because I like him and because, you know, he really showed out. He was good. Uh, yeah. And he's good. He's a good he's a good uh, friend to Pepe. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, you know, like 
Rio could have totally said, like, no, fuck it. This is my night. You know, like, I, yeah. I'm i the man tonight. I won the MVP. Did you see? Everybody was chanting for me. Um, but, Even you know, he, I was very surprised for, that I won. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's that's my grade for him this episode. I th- He gets an A minus for me just because, like, you know, he's very selfless. It's It's very evident that he's selfless because he didn't have to, like, like yes, we, we like he understands English very well. Obviously, he right. didn't have to respond to Pepe in English. You know, right? He could have just responded in Japanese, and that like the conversation could have just been fine like that. But the fact that he made an effort to also speak English and like to like make it as clear cut for Pepe as well, I don't like. I, I'm not super great with advice, so I don't know how like he he didn't really give advice to Pepe. You know, he was just more. Of, but maybe like Pepe. Or, a shoulder you know as opposed to advice yeah that's so what it was yeah it's tough to be like was pep rio supposed to give advice uh he doesn't get that a because that emica thing was super weird and like i don't understand like it was really clunky and like i thought it was super cute that he bought four copies of the magazine i right. was like damn what a homie because, like, if I, like if any of my friends, like, published a book, I'm like, I'm buying one book and we're calling it a day. Why would I buy four? Right, exactly. But granted, buying a magazine is much more cost-effective than buying a book. Well, no, a thousand percent. And, you know, I, I gave him a few more points for the, uh, for the gold velour suit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking like a real baller that he is. Yeah. Kay came in with that gold tracksuit with the hoodie, with the white hoodie. I'm like, that's a look. Right. All right, moving on to Emika. This will be the quickest one for me. Emika gets a C because she just doesn't do anything for me. She's okay. She's not bad. She's not great. She's okay. She just, I guess she gets a C minus just because she cries because, like, the people leave, but she yeah, didn't cry. You know, if, like, if she friends. didn't, I guess if she didn't cry, she'd probably get a D. I just don't care. <laughs> and, like, she didn't do anything today, you know, right. or this week. And so it's like, it's hard to care about, like, you know, her or Hannah, I guess I'm tipping my hand, that, like, they don't do anything. Like, they bury the hatchet, but, like, not really. Right. So, um, yeah, C-. minus. Yeah. For me, Hannah Hannah clearly gets a D-. minus. This was an awful episode for Hannah uh, on multiple, multiple occasions. Number one, uh, from a friend standpoint, she didn't wear a uh, real shirt to the yeah. game. She said it was in the wash. You got to have better planning. There's, there's got to be better planning there. Uh, you know he's going to the game. It's not something that was sprung up on you. Uh, you knew that it was happening. You just had the conversation with Emika in the bedroom about it. So that's that. She also didn't buy the manga. And I'm going to assume that she was supposed to buy it and not get bailed out by Rio, um, even though that's probably what happened. But, you know, listen, no jersey, no, no, um, no magazine. Shame on you. Yeah, you got to be a better friend. Uh, number two, her jokes are terrible and they don't stick. Uh, maybe they sound better in Japanese. I don't know. But it was just really awkward to have that lunch with, with Emika. Uh, she thought that the kiss was for, for her from Rio when he, when he kisses the crowd. I joke that it's for Pepe, but it's just like you clearly know that he does. Actually, he did no. to everyone. At least to my next point. Right. He does it to everyone. But my also, my, also my point is that she can't take a hint that Rio is not into her, mm-hmm. whether it's Rio putting his hand on Emika or – him just not paying attention when he's doing the electrotherapy to his ankle. Yeah, he like he even forgot that like they went out. Right. Exactly. Know? So that's that's where I stand on her. Not not a good episode. I mean, listen, she seems nice, but 
she doesn't do anything for me anymore. Yeah, it's a D minus two. Like I agree with everything you said. Like it's just like it's like I feel bad for both the women right now because I feel like we're just you know being weird chauvinistic pigs and not like you know showing them support. But it's like they're so uninteresting. They are no. Like they the are. only time and... Hannah's interesting is when she's doing the wrestling stuff. When right. She's do- like when she's doing her job, I'm like, damn, she's like fucking cool. But like when she's back home, when they're like you get all the house stuff, it she's very uninteresting and seems very one dimensional to like to a point. Right. It seems all she cares about is talking about VO. And that's about it. Right. Yeah, Emika, it'd be nice to see some sort of plot line with Emika, whether it is an Emika Rio relationship or just Emika with the new guy that comes in. Or just, you know, being more interesting. Right. Yeah. Just like, or like, even if she's like, I'm like trying to get a job, just like, I don't know if she even has a job. Right. I don't like, I've already forgotten what she does. I think she's a student, maybe. I don't know. Well, and she said that she went to Tara's house to find love, and it's like, well, that, now go on dates with people. You yeah. know, go on dates with, well, with Rio or was two other guys. One. One. One yeah. date. No, two. She went out twice with Rio. Oh, excuse me. Excuse hey, me. if you're gonna if you're gonna be mad, be mad correctly. <laughs> it doesn't change my grade. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, no. So that's that. That'll do it for this edition of the Terrace House Thursdays podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Like and subscribe. Uh, I feel like I have to say that. If you don't like the episode, that's fine. But you know, don't rate it or anything because I don't want the algorithm to mess up. So, uh, Ted, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, John don't give, give us negative reviews and fuck up the algorithm. That's if right. You don't like it? Just shut up and accept it. <laughs>